It's time for Loud Pipes. The podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield, Rico Hogan, and John Maracle. Loud Pipes, episode 156. Let the sport touring era begin. I'm announcing my new bike and Johnny's been, wait, Johnny's been riding. Johnny's been wrenching. Holy cow. And I think brother Hogan has been shopping too. What? What a surprise. John don't know nothing about. Nothing, nothing about this one. (laughs) Oh. Oh, fellas. What is going on? I'm jacked up, ready to go. You, man, you should see the excitement on my face right now, Pimpin. We got some big news, but first, before we get too far, Brother Hogan, what are you drinking? Man, I am having, you know, it's an oldie but goodie, a Taj Mahal 22-ouncer. What? Stand back. Yep, yep. What's up? What's up? And wait, wait. And pre-show partying, your boy has had two margaritas oh my god so y'all in for a treat tonight because your boy is a little tipsy <laughs> keep the uh delay button handy <laughs> <laughs> all right johnny john spider silk the riding fool and now the wrenching fool what are you drinking john i'm having some water again tonight Uh-oh. oh rico's having my drinks so I guess Rick. So uh, we'll get around the table here. So Richie, what you drinking, buddy? Well, I'm uh, I'm kind of like you. I don't I don't have a beer right now. Oh, I'm, the, I'm the only one. Well, that's, that's uh, t- to be fair, I've I've been sick, so I I'm coming off a cold. Uh, my okay. allergies were kicking my butt, and I'm just tired of my sinuses hurting and my head aching, and I uh-huh. coughed enough today that. I'm not sure I have any lungs left. <laughs> Poor baby. Would you like to know how to fix that? Yes, please. Yeah, your bike can go for a ride. Uh, <laughs> I'll do that tomorrow. So I have a nice warm cup of chamomile to soothe my throat so I can talk through the show and some okay. water. And if I get frisky, you know, there's a Sierra Nevada not too far out of reach. Oh, yeah. Right around <laughs> the corner, I think. Right around behind the monitor. <laughs> yep. But I won't open it in case I don't get to it. Right, right. So what's up, fellas? I I I miss y'all. I just gotta say, but at the height of the show, I miss y'all. Thank your you. boy has your, your boy has been busy, so I apologize in front to everybody who has been. Where's Rico? <laughs> but your boy has been, you know, you know, just getting hammered. I know, and you know. And it's just one thing after another. Life has just been throwing me hooks and uppercuts and everything. But you know what? We're here. We're still standing. We got a smile on our face, a beer in our hand, and we're about to do this show proper. That a boy. That's the spirit. That is the spirit. All right, Johnny, where are you where were you going with that? Well, I guess I got side news because Rico bought something. Want to do that I, first? No. What? This is at the end of the show. Oh. Ain't nobody going to know this one until the end of the show. Oh, the For ultimate real. teaser. Well, you want to just get into new topics then? Well, yeah, we, you want to talk about what I did wrenching? Yeah. All right. You do that. Then I'll do the new topic. All right. I'll pause for a moment. So John's been wrenching. Let's hear it. Wrenched. I wrenched. So a little idea I've been thinking about doing was upgrading a sway bar in the front end. I'm not sure if I told you guys or talked about it. but I have kind of wanted to do review, and I read that making upgrading the sway bar would make it handle better, especially when you're doing hard braking and turns. So I went out and got the new sway bar, upgraded sway bar. Yeah, so, you talked about that. What's the what brand is that? It's uh, it's called. They got me out the thing. Details. Out there, didn't you? Details. Details. Small details. Yeah, yeah, you guys get me on this small details. It's a uh, Bajron. It's a 
he makes parts just for spiders. So oh, okay. So uh, no no major, you know, name big name, but it's uh, big in the spider world. And uh, so this is this is a a thicker bar, stiffer bar. What's the upgrade here? Bar. You got uh, pictures? Uh, uh no. Right. I'm slacking. Um, and they're yeah. upgraded uh, links too, sway bar links on the end. And links got you. So um, the original ones on it's kind of thinner, and then the the links are actually in fact plastic. They're kind of like hard plastic. These that came in new are kind of like a uh, aluminum or some type of steel, and just all around better product. And are and, the bushings like polyurethane or something stiff? Bushings were already, yeah, probably polyurethane. And then the bearings or the ball joints on the end of the swing, the the links, the, yeah, the links were kind of upgraded too. So they moved a lot nicer when we took them out. Nice. So I uh, went over to Sid's house. He, I was going to do this like two weekends ago, but he got sick. And then this last Friday, went over to his house after work and got jacked up and we took it off. and. In an hour, we had it, the old one out and the new one in in an hour. All's done. Buttoned all back up. And uh, it was it was pretty sweet. And Sid was pretty impressive. K&M's technology and, and design because the you have to get the bike up 24 inches off the ground to get the link, to get the sway bar out. But the uh, what's neat was in the channel that it sits in, mm-hmm. it's actually in the middle has a groove where you can kind of let the one end, where you can let it go up and in it to kind of help you get it out easier. So they kind of made I'm the tech. Tr- I'm struggling. You're struggling? So you un- yeah, so you're underneath the bike. So I'm trying to, you know, do this for our listeners, not only for myself, but for the okay. listeners themselves. Right. So the spider was up on ramps, like automotive ramps. Automotive ramps. And then we actually had to use a, a car jack to jack it up even higher. Because it had to get off the ground by two feet. Mm. Did you get stuck? uh, No, we didn't get stuck. But what was really scary was actually it started to teeter. Oh. Jack stands, baby. Jack stands. (laughs) Straps. Even high enough to hold it up there. I mean, that was the (laughs) kind of thing. So (laughs) so, uh, I was hanging on the bike. Sid was trying to put it in. And then his wife was there. And she kind of helped out, too. Just kind of like. All right, let's just make sure we don't tilt it too much. Just kind of stabilize it while he gets it in. I mean, it wouldn't have probably, if it tilted enough to go off the jack, it would probably gone, the tire would probably went onto one of the ramps and stopped. Hmm. Two by fours and then on top of the ramps to help support the wheels so they didn't sway. Wasn't an idea, I guess. I know, it wasn't an idea. It was only like for about, Five minutes we had to do this because all we had to do was get the old one. The old one came out pretty easy. The new one took a little more maneuvering because the channel and how much thicker the bar is just uh-huh. took it up higher. You got pictures of this whole thing? You got a couple, right? On the internet, there is. On the internet, not you doing yours, but just no. generally internet. Somebody yeah. works doing this process. Okay. Well, didn't Sid have at least one picture of the bike in the air? Something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, come, come on. You do have a podcast that, you know, we have to, like, show these things. Someone's going to want to see it. Pictures are it never has. Some, something. You know, if if there's no pictures, there's no proof, and it's all make-believe. <laughs> Fake you know news. Fake news, right? <laughs> How, long like take, How long did it take, John? How long did it take? It took an hour. Oh, one beer then. Yeah, I mean, it, right. It was an easy process to get it in and out. I mean, button it all back up, and the, one of the hardest part about putting it. I mean, it's easy to take out. We had to take, let's see, six bolts. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, uh, the, the ten bolts, and then we had to take out some plastic pieces. Take off a little bit, a couple of plastic pieces with plastic, you know, whatever you want to call them. Pins. Clips, pins, yeah. Uh, took those out, and then we dropped it out, put it back together, and we were done. 
Nice. So verdict is, did you ride it after you changed it? Oh, yeah. And? Yeah. And? You're right. It's Drum a roll, major, please. It's a major upgrade. And I highly recommend anybody that's <laughs> riding a spider to go spend the $300 and go have it done. Or put it, go get the unit and put it on. Hmm. All right, so from a scale from 1 to 10, how difficult was this whole process? For somebody, a novice like yourself, wrenching on his bike for the <laughs> first time, on a scale from 1 to 10, what was it? So overall, the most scariest part was when we had to get it in the air so high. Would be the scary part. So if you can get it up in the air, I mean, it was like probably like a 3. I mean, it's simple. I. Okay. I could have done it myself. I just like to have the extra confidence. Okay. So for a lot of people, that's the easy part. Yeah. Getting their bike up in the air. Right. Yeah. So you just have to do ramps. You just got to get up in the air. And the overall process while you're sitting there, you just need the car ramps. It's only when you're removing and installing a new sway bars, you have to get up high. After that, you can put it back down. Now, is there there such thing as a a lift for the Can-Ams? You know, like... You know, sport oh, yeah. bikes, you can put a lift on the back, spools or, you know, in the... You know, you know what you need front. to get? I'm just thinking of this. You, you, okay, so, Rich, I, I don't know if you have one of these, but I have one. For your tractor, you know how you had these little cranks? You put the two front wheels up and you crank it up and you can get up under the... Uh, I, I've seen them. I don't have one, but I've seen them. That's what you need, uh, John. Oh, yeah? And that'll lift that bad boy as high as you need it to get to get up under there well pretty much so, yeah that's it so that's the end of the install you would recommend it it's a relatively easy install as long as you get the bike in the air and it's a huge change to the spider oh yeah it handles so much better in turns it sticks like a glove going around track trials on the interstate a lot less just Ah, so much better. Love it. In fact, when I go back to the dealership, I'm going to talk to the salespeople over there. I'm going to tell them they need to kind of have those in stock and do a dealer install of those so they're on the bikes. Great. Brand Brand installed. The the Sport Durst Power Handling Pack. Right. I mean, I slept at $100. Yeah, I mean, it's so much improvement. <laughs> and so, bacon is still not better. So yeah, I so, think um, so you can send me that cable back. I can run it from here. No, I have it fixed. <laughs> he's not paying attention. He's probably in the bag as much as Hogan. <laughs> probably. <'cause I'm> <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> so I've cranked it up. I can crank it more if he wants it. All right. Is it time for the new topic yet? Yes. And oh. Well, we're, yeah, we could talk about new topics. Well, before we do that, I have a couple of reminders because I don't want to forget these. Yes. What do you got? Motorcycle Podcasters Challenge 2019. If you are riding for us, and I will start there, April 17th, please sign up. MotorcyclePodcasterChallenge.com forward slash sign up or just go to the rules page. How many we have so far, John? I know you don't have that at your fingertips, but how many riders? How many riders? For loud pipes. For loud pipes. For not loud for p- all those other, not for all those other so-called podcasters that talk about motorcycles too. <laughs> that so have to talk about motorcycles. We have. <laughs> we have exactly. You guys have uh, four. Uh, uh, one, two, three, and four. Come on, that's it. How are we going to win this? How are we going to bring this trophy home? Quality. quality. Like I said on, on Facebook, someone was saying, I need to step it up. And I said, we're going for quality. Quality riders. Right. Quality. Well, hand, I will. Dangerous Dave did make it. It is five, including you, Rich. I haven't got a sign up from Rico. Shut your mouth. I'm telling you. What, what? Every time I say that I'm going to do it, something happens. <laughs> well, I can't do it. So I'm not saying it. Thing, I know, but on you got to air because every time I've said it, something's happened, come up where I can't do it, and I'm not saying nothing this year. 
but you okay. have to put your sign up in by the seventeenth just to get in Quiet. the kitty, whether you're doing all right. it or not. All right, but I will not tell you when I do it. So, so Rico, I got news for you. This what? year, all you gotta do is ride around that big city of Atlanta and find street signs. You don't have to go outside of Atlanta. Oh. <laughs> but the, the thing is, okay, so Atlanta, as much as I hate Atlanta, it's not a fun place to ride a motorcycle. Mm-mm. Oh, I know, but I can't it help you. It is not. Let me say this again. It is not a fun place to ride a motorcycle. All right. So, so let me say it again. Let me say it again. <laughs> One more time, it please. One more time. A fun place to ride a motorcycle. So that means. You crack that throttle, get your Izazu out of town, yeah, and go do it in some other little town. Some other place around here. Well, you can do that as well. I'm going to. You don't have to go ride 200 miles and go get a town now. <laughs> I Yeah, but I probably will because it sucks riding here. Yeah. Also want to remind people about our sponsorship this year of Greg Lambert Racing for the Isle of Man TT and the rest of the 2019 season. So as we said two episodes ago, we made a pretty large investment in that. And we're looking to see how much interest there is amongst the Loud Pipes community. So if you want to help out, go to loudpipesracing.com. And there's a link there for one-time donations to the racing efforts. And there's also the monthly Patreon if you want to get into the, the Loud Pipes Racing level. And as I described, that you know puts you in the clubhouse. You can hang out with all the other guys and things like that. And anything over $5, we're kicking that off to racing. So I decided if we can match what we put out this year, and I will give the number eventually, then we'll do it again next year and we'll expand it to another team. Maybe we'll get on something with uh, a bike in Moto America or something like that, something a little closer to home. But we just we've got to see what kind of support is out there and and we'll see what we can do for next year. That's sweet. That's sweet. All right. Now, if Han, the recording doesn't stop, can I do the new topics? Han, no, I got one yes. more thing. Just, oh. Han, real quick. I want to give MPC updates on total number of listeners. We have 28 listeners already signed up. And nice. four podcasts with a total of six podcast hosts. Wow. All right. All right. Six. Count them. Knock them down. I can go now. You may go. I may start the new topics. Get your guesses ready. That's new. Get your pencils out. Mercy. We've got a new sound in the house. And I promise it won't be that long in the future. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was quite nice, actually. <laughs> All right, live stream is up. We're taking guesses while we get get started here. And I guess our big main topic is, of course, my new bike that I purchased. Uh not a not a new bike, but new to me. You you purchased new bike, Rich? I finally did it. Finally did it. It's hard to believe. Now that you've done it, it's like, why'd you wait so long, bro? <laughs> well, you know what, Rico? I don't know. My prediction comes true now. A point for John. Wait, what was your prediction? At least two people in the clubhouse get new bikes this year. Oh, dear. That one. Hey! Got you. Hey, it counts. It counts as a point. <laughs> uh yeah i'm not sure so the part of my hesitation for just doing it is like i said i wanted to sell the harley first and ideally i would use that money to then start shopping but i just couldn't wait and there's a whole right. bunch of things that led into that which we'll get to but that was the main thing i just couldn't wait the harley's for sale 
I took out a small loan to pay for this bike. And when the Harley sells, we should be able to pay that off. So, so, uh, it's one people guess here, Rich. Dangerous Dave thinks you got a gold wing. A gold, oh. That is not a gold wing, DD. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like. Yeah, this this is what the gold wing sounds like. <laughs> not like this one. All right. All right, should we tell him or should we drag it out a little more? Let's drag it out. Why not? A little more. Okay. People made suspense a little longer. All right. What else we got? All right. So, so, so you, uh, you got some nice little, you did some pictures of it and you got a nice, uh, Givi top case. What you think about that thing? Well, I haven't ridden it a whole lot yet. I was hoping to ride it to work today, but it was only 32 degrees this morning. You big baby. And I was like, oh, 32 degrees, traffic, new bike. John would have did it, <laughs> and I, I don't have the, I don't have the gear to go that cold anyway. In the forties, I could gut it out, but thirty-two. Borrowed from John. Oh, no way. In the hour I'm leaving, it wasn't going to get any warmer either. It was going to be that cold till I got the entire there. ride. Then that sucked. Well, like the you want to ride? You know, it's, nice you know it's going to be nice when you get off, but you just I uh, just don't want to. Withstand the cold right in. Yeah. Yeah, I just said couldn't layer up enough to do that. So tomorrow we will, because it's gonna be almost fifty in the morning. So tomorrow we will ride it in for sure. Well show. So I guess probably the first thing we should do is take a step back on the bike itself, which I will start by saying it is not an FJ09. Thank goodness. And it is not a Tracer GT. Oh, thank God. It is not even from Yamaha. (laughs) So the first question people will be asking is, what happened to the FJ? Yeah. Yeah, what happened to the FJ? (laughs) So let's throw that one out there first. The (laughs) main thing that, that came down to that is I just sort of lost sight of what it was I actually wanted. So... I was out there chasing spec sheets and big power, big power numbers, horsepower, all this stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, everything with all the best fancy components and adjustability. And just, I got a little crazy with the details Uh as you do. And I just needed to roll it back and think like, okay, this is an emotional purchase. This is about the passion. This is about what really moves the soul. It's not going to really matter what kind of suspension's on it. If the bike, if I don't enjoy the sound or I'm not comfortable or whatever, I can't stand to look at it. And, you know, I hate to be, hate to be, um, you know, appearance driven like that. But that was one of the challenges with the FJ is I just, I didn't enjoy the look of it. And I kept telling myself, it doesn't matter. It's going to be a good ride. I'm going to get off it and smile. It's kind of like a girlfriend. But yeah, once <laughs> once I saw the thing I actually did pick up, it's like, oh my goodness. It's like, yes, now that's what I want to look at. And, you know, the other bits are are even just icing on the cake. So that was the main thing is I was spending a lot of time looking for parts to change the look of the FJ09. You know, change this, change that. Well, can I make a part here, add that, swap this out, make that black, make that silver. Wow. And then I just realized this might just maybe this just isn't the right one. Let's let's expand the horizons a little more. And I started doing that by riding the RT. The huh. the big BMW and it was like, okay, now right. I need to look at more sport touring bikes. Right. And you could roll it back even farther to the barber trip where if you remember when I finished, I said the R6 is pretty close. You know, if it was a little, you know, the bars were up a little higher and the feet weren't quite as tight, I could ride that thing for a long time. That's what she said. And that's, <laughs> and that's what we <laughs> <laughs> You know, and, and then the price. I just, I wasn't finding anything I wanted in the price range. So when I stumbled on this one, the price was right. The features were right. I was drawn to it. The test drive sold it. And that was it. And you punks absolutely picked up on my vibe <laughs> a couple shows ago. 
I knew it, Rico. Rico, did you know at that point? <laughs> right. You guys are like, what did you buy? And I'm like, nothing. It's like that day prior, I had gone out and ridden it and pretty much told the guy, don't move it. I'll come back and get it. Right. I mean, here's my here's my deposit. Yeah. I don't know what it was that night, Rico, on that show when he sat there and he was talking about it. I'm just like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, you bought something. No, I didn't. Y- yeah, you did. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. And you're like, you were on it too. And then I found out that, not sure if you did or didn't or if you just played it off, but I know uh, when Rich told you he did it, you were like, what? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, after so long, you're like, ah, whatever. You're just talking crap, Rich. You're not going to buy anything. Yeah, you're yanking my chain again, you son bitch. Right. Yeah, it's mm. just like, I was just on that show. I was just like, you did something. What you do, Rich? Nothing. Uh, nothing. Nothing. But I didn't, I, need- I didn't tell a lie because at that point I hadn't given any money down. I just said, I want it. Let me go see what I can do and I'll, I'll get back to you. All right. <laughs> and that so, was another hassle. Like I thought it would be easy to just call up my bank and say, Hey, I need a small personal loan. And Oh my goodness. Was that a runaround? So whew. yeah, it was crazy. So I want to thank uh, John Jones for giving me the tip on something called, um, light sale. Shoot. Do I have that name right? Or light uh, share. It's by Sun. It's by uh, Sun SunTrust. It's powered by SunTrust. Now I got to find that name. It's going to drive me crazy. What's that all about? So, so let's let's help out some listeners while we're sitting here talking about this. While you're digging it up, yeah. Shall we? So it was that you want to name what manufacturer it is? Well, I think we should probably just yeah. give the bike and then get into it. What do you think? No, what color is it? What color is it, and what manufacturer? It is bright red, and the lending service is called Lightstream. It's a division of SunTrust Bank. So real quick, I went online, answered some basic questions, put in my social and all that stuff. I got an email back saying, yep, we received your application. One minute later, approved. I had the money that afternoon. What? Man, that was awesome. And I spent over two weeks messing around with Wells Fargo with their head up their butt for $7,000. Get out of here. Ridiculous. What the heck? You know, that just sucks, dealing with a bank. But Lightstream, amazing. The same day, Rico. I had money in my bank the same day. That's crazy. I think you got a picture of that somewhere, don't you? I got a picture of the cash, yeah. (laughs) Nice. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, moving on. Making it rain, baby, making it rain. Red, red, hmm. It so is red, means, and it is a Honda, and it's it not a Goldwing, a- DD. <laughs> All right. It is a Honda, but not a not the Goldwing. All right, so you got a Honda. Hmm. All right. Awesome. It's sporty. Sport touring. Sport touring. All right. All right. So let's go back to the notes here, Mr. Warfield. Hmm. Yeah. Let me see. Now, ha- have you got what uh, cool features does it have? Um, well, it's a standard model. That's so a good question. this is another tip. So the bike comes in a standard and a deluxe model. So it's the standard model, which means there's no ABS and no traction control. Okay. Which I'm okay with. Yeah, that's fine. I, I would prefer that anyway. Oh, is it known by anything else other than what we call it here in the States? Yes. Ah. <laughs> it might have a different name globally than what's on the side of the bodywork. You think if we said it, they'll know? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that would be the giveaway. Oh, the other, the last clue for the guys in the live stream, it is a four-cylinder, but they are not all in one row. Ooh, tough. Ooh. Oh, what about the shifter? Ooh. Yes, factory installed quick shifter, so clutchless Ooh. upshifts. And then... uh the previous owner also installed bar risers, so it was already a pretty uh, comfortable position. So it's raised. I think it's fifty mil. So, so, so while you're sitting there, yeah, Bacon has made a guess. Brother Bacon makes a guess. No, it's it's not maple. Sir Bacon. He asked Bacon, Rich, 
It yes. says VFR 800. Ooh. Mm. VFR 800. What? <laughs> that would be the global name. In the U.S., they just call it the Interceptor. <laughs> Good job, Bacon. And you know what? I'm going to start calling you Mad Max. Mad Max? Yeah, that's what this car was called, the Interceptor. Oh, see, I got to watch the movie. Jeez, where you been, bro? Send me a link, bro. Send me a link. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I go to bed at 10, so I've got another hour and a half. (laughs) All right. So Richie bought a VFR 800 Interceptor. Yes, VFR 800F is the model. And like I said, in the U.S., they call it the Interceptor. Man, bright red, V4 power, single-sided swing arm, quick shifter. Just love it. Any uh, aftermarket aftermarket exhaust on it or anything? Nope, it is all stock. The rest, well, the rest of it is stock. So the exhaust is painfully quiet, but oh. it still sounds good. But it's just painfully quiet. Mm. So we will be taking care of that in short order. And the sound that you guys heard earlier is actually from the Two Brothers website. That is their S1R kit for the bike, and they make one that's upswept. If you don't have bags and they make one that's a little flatter, if you have factory color matched saddlebags. What? <laughs> in that Seriously? beautiful red, beautiful red. Oh, snap of that. Yeah. I can't stop all looking right, at all right, it. All right. Gorgeous. Okay, so let, let's hear again that two brothers exhaust why why we're why we're talking about all that. One another little little, little more. Yeah, busy. a little, little, little something something. Something something. Let's make sure we're still recording. going on yeah i was like that is a really long straightaway it was on a dyno i know i was <laughs> just like wait a minute that's on a dyno come on who am i kidding <laughs> so the the way the vtec works in the engine is it has four valves per cylinder but it mainly uses just two until you hit about 6500 and then the cam shift a little bit and then you get all four so on the dyno, that's what you hear. You hear a different tone, and then at some point, it it gets a lot raspier and more mechanical. It's just, oh, what a sound. It's it's kind of the opposite of the R6, where the R6 has, like, the high-pitched sound and that intake wail, like oh, whatever know. sound that it makes. Know. You know what I'm talking about? That just I howl. Oh, this I'm is different. It's This is more, like, mechanical and visceral. It's just... Oh, it's hard to describe. Mm, it's like biting into venison. But that's how you know it's the bike. So I ride over there. Um, this guy's name is Alan, and we're going to have him on the show next week because he's doing the track day with me on Saturday. So we're going to have a lot to track talk day. about next week. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, what? what? Yeah, what? Track day. Yeah, Saturday. This Is it already? This yeah. Weekend? I got a one-piece leather jumper that came in the mail yesterday. It makes yeah, me, you got a onesie? Makes me feel like a Oompa Loompa whale or something. You got a onesie? Oh, I got to see this. <laughs> it, I feel ridiculous wearing it. I'm just going to say that right now. I feel absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, that's for next week. All you about track pictures. next week. I got to see this ridiculous look on you. No, no. Well, there'll be no pictures. <laughs> Come on. It didn't happen. <laughs> nope. Okay, then yep. track didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pictures didn't happen. So, yeah, so Alan is going to go. He's registered for the same track day as I am. He has a Triumph speed, speed Triple that he's riding. Oh, nice. He previously had a VFR 750, I think. It was an 07 mm-hmm. before he got the, the 14. So I didn't say the bike's a 2014. Oh, he's right. He didn't. Yep. And it's red. Yeah. Oh, yep. So 2014 Honda Interceptor. Interceptor. Yep. How many miles are on it? 
4,800. Wow. And you got it for how much? About seven grand. All right. Hoorah. Hoorah. So, Rich, I, while I'm sitting here looking at this, and I know you said you got the top case and looking at some other stuff, are you thinking about getting the matching OEM cases to go on it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what that means, John? You don't have to carry his crap no more. That's right. I can carry my own stuff. Well, that no, boy, look at him. Only reason I was saying that is if you didn't want the red, I, I mean, I know you probably are about looks. The Shad S30, H36 is fit. Okay. Honda sells them color matched. Done. <laughs> oh, man. He sounded like an angry dolphin when he said that. <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> <laughs> I I knew he'd be all about looks anyway, so I knew that wouldn't fly. Well, and I'll, I'll take it a step further. When I get the color matched hard side bags, that Gibby bag will probably get tossed because it well, just uh, looks ridiculous. I understand how good they are and how handy they are, but whew, that's that's a rough looking piece on the back of that bike. Does it fit a helmet though? Does my helmet fits in there with some other stuff, and you can shut it and lock it? Oh, this, See, you gotta keep it. All right, I gotta somehow make the the thing detachable because when I'm riding around town, I don't want that thing sticking off the back. It doesn't put some stickers on it. It's not a quick detachable. Looks like uh, a wart. <laughs> it is a wart. <laughs> it is quick detachable, but then you still have this plate that sticks out like a foot and a half behind the tail. Yeah, stickers. Yeah, we'll see. I may get used to it and overlook it, but right now it's like, oh, Jesus, get that thing off of there. Are you going to shave off that plate a little bit so you can expose some of that rear end or no? I'm trying to find an exhaust that's a little thinner so I can see more of that wheel. Mm -hmm. In that swing arm, that single swing arm. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about like the tail, like tidy up the tail a little bit? Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's also got all LED lights, ridiculously bright headlights. Same thing with the brake light. I can see you coming. The turn signals are in the mirrors, so there's no extra turn signals ugly enough to side of the bike. That's cool. Turn signals are integrated into the brake light, so there's no no turn signal ugliness in the back either. Very nice. Just love it. And the seat, the passenger seat comes off. And in the picture that I'll post, you'll see it has a red cap that goes in place of the passenger seat. It's like, uh uh-uh, uh, bitch. Uh uh-uh. uh. You ain't coming. No. <laughs> you see that? One seat. <laughs> One seat. <laughs> One seat. <laughs> Just me. So I don't know, John. The, the top case, the jury's out on that. My work bag and everything, and everything I'm going to take for tomorrow fits in there nicely. I will say that. And then to go into the office, you know, my helmet fits in there. I don't have to take it into the office. And it just lock. And it just pops off with the, you know, turn the key, press the button, and it pops right off. So I could probably even put the bigger one on there. Hmm. What is yours? The 47, John? Yeah, mine's a 47. Yeah, so this is the smaller one. I don't know what size it is, but. And I can fit two full face helmets in it. And I've done two 1200s in it. Look at him bragging. Anyways. <laughs> one Z cone. Yeah, I'm I'm with DD. The top case look is hideous. I mean, like I said, I understand how handy they can be, but good lord is it ugly. You come into how you can do it is you come into the aspect of if you get the side cases. Might not look as bad once the side cases are on, yeah. That's true, but once you get the side cases on. You could take off the top case so that you could use that around town. And then when you go on long trips, you put the top case on, even though it looks fugly. <laughs> and then you got the storage. Yeah. Going on a trip. That's kind of like when I came down this past weekend, I didn't have my side cases on because. Because you have a big top case. I have the big top case. And it's like, well, I, I've been running without them. I'm like, I have everything I need in the top case and I can do what I need. So I just took them off so they weren't there. Yeah. Now, when I go to Austin, they're going to be put back on. Gotcha. All right. Oh, so what I, what I was starting to say about the test ride is 
the way I decided to do the test ride, so after I had some conversations with Alan, I said, okay, I need to do this back-to-back. So I need to be out on the R6 for a while, then go ride this bike, and then switch, and then ride home. So that's what I did. I spent about a half hour on the R6 from where I was out, out and about during the day, went over and did the test drive. Like I said, Alan, super cool guy. He's like, take it, give it a good thrashing, you know, have a good ride, go as far as you need to go. Mm. So I went out, spent another good half hour riding around, did some side streets, did a little highway, did some on-ramps. And it didn't take long going down the road where I realized this is the comfort I was looking for. This thing sounds amazing. It looks dynamite. The price is right. You know, local purchase. I don't have to worry about shipping or trying to go somewhere, deal with someone over the internet. It's like, you know, here's a cool guy face-to-face who has the bike I want. Let's do it. So that's what it was. The test drive drove it home. And I totally forgot about these bikes. Like, I looked at them years ago and just completely forgot about this bike until it popped up on my cycle trader search one day. Huh. So why did you pick red of all colors? Because I know you wanted to match the Indian. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, because the only other color they make it in is white. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Rich, has the deuce gotten out of the four-foot house yet? Not yet. I sure wish somebody would buy it. Okay. Say it again. Yes, please. Buy my deuce. Say it again. It's listed for 7500 now, I think, but I'll take seven if you want it. If you really want it, come get it. <laughs> it's negotiable. Dangerous Dave said 5K. 5K? Wow, for 5K. Still. <laughs> wow. It's not as cool as you thought it was when you bought it. Hey, I I enjoyed the bike. I have no regrets. Had a lot of fun on it. So were there any other bikes on your list there, Mr. Warfield? I mean, you had the FJ, you're all about that, and then the VFR. Was there anything else on the list? I guess what I should say is my whole thought of chasing the spec sheet is I had sort of strucken, stricken, removed. That's the word I'm going to use. I had removed the Tracer GT from the list just due to price. Because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, the deuce isn't selling. I'm not going to get eight out of it. At this point, it might not be seven. I need not be looking for a bike that's 13 grand. Oh, that hurts. So I was like, well, I'll just get, I'll get a used FJ. And that's kind of where I was looking around for parts. Like, okay, what would I change on it with this and that? And, mm-hmm. But I really had to sort of leave that class and really get over to the sport touring because of my enjoyment that I had going to barber. Like I said, it wasn't all that uncomfortable. So I thought I knew I was pretty close. So while, you know, some might look at the interceptor and say, well, it's still a sporting position. It is significantly better than riding the R6, even though it doesn't look like it. Because the bars, like if you look at the picture side by side, the bars are probably 10 inches higher than the mm-hmm. R6. And the pegs are only down slightly, but I did find uh, somebody makes a set of, I think it's 50 mil. It's just a set of pegs that have a little L shape to them. Mm-hmm. So they pin into the factory rear sets or whatever you call them. So you just unpin the factory pegs, pin these other ones in, and it drops the pegs like, like a half inch or an inch. So if I need a little more foot comfort, I'll get a set of those. Nice. So I might lose a little ground clearance, but this is my road bike. This is the bike I plan to ride as often as I can to work and use it for my long trips. So it has digital display or analog? It's a mix. So it's a analog tack and then uh, digital speedo and other displays. But yeah, dash looks pretty cool. I'll get you some pictures of that. They didn't come out well in the sun. I still need to see the front end of this thing because I've seen the side. What the front look like? Are you in Slack? I'll put some pictures in Slack. Well, yeah. But I mean, are you in there now? At this very second? No, but I couldn't be. 
that's where I'll put them. But the front's pretty cool. I don't have any pictures of the lights, though. I need to get some of those in the dark so you can see that. But and I realize this is making terrible audio. But let's get Hogan his pictures. We'll play the music. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could just sing for us. Wait a minute. Why are these not? Where are all my pictures? Photos. Sorry, I can't find the front picture, Rico. Fine. I'm closing that slack. I'll send them to you. I'll post them all up there tonight. A little bit later. All right. So let's see. Any other questions on there, John? Anything in the chat room? Mm-mm, no. No. All good. Is it chain or shaft driven? It is a chain. So the VFR 1200 is a shaft. And I did start looking at that bike. But it's not nearly as good looking as this one. <laughs> what, what, did, what did your kids think about it? Oh, my God. They love it. That's the picture I'm going to send you. Hold on. Or did I send you that one? No, I didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah you have, I have that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, the kids love it. They are, they have forgotten about all prior bikes. I can tell you that. That's good. <laughs> they got a blue one and a red one. I mean, come on. Yeah, I got the red pill, blue pill, mm-hmm. whatever one you want. Right. So, yeah. Next step will be to sell the. Sell the Harley, pay off that note. That'll make Mama happy, and and then just put some miles on it. I can't wait to ride it to work tomorrow. That'll be fun. All my stuff fits in. Like I said, all my stuff fits in that little Givy bag in the back. Um. Oh, so Alan also put the. I think it's called the Tank Lock system. That's also a Givy product. So he had a he had a Snap Lock tank bag on it as well. And he's keeping that, but he's going to give me the smaller version of it that that uses that lock. So now I have that. If I want to get a bigger tank bag, it snaps on solid and it doesn't touch doesn't touch that beautiful red paint at all. Very nice. So it's pretty cool. And I do have some pictures of that with the tank bag on it. Um, let's see. The only other thing that I might add to it is the center stand. So they offer a factory center stand for like sixty bucks. But I was looking at the install procedure the other day, and uh, I might pass. <laughs> the word involved just begins to scratch the surface. I mean, you take most of the body work off. You take the exhaust system off the bike. And I mean off the engine, not just the, the can. Like, you're unbolting all four of them from the engine. And then just like half the suspension under the bike. It's like, I don't think I need to center stand. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not that big a deal. You know, I'll get a, I'll get like a pit bull stand or one of those that, that poke into the, the wheel for the single sided swing arm to jack it up and I'll do the chain that way. But yeah, I don't want to take that much of the bike apart. Not, not this early. Right. You know, future project, maybe down the road. That's all. Yep. Well, let's see. I don't think I have anything else. I'll have more to no. report once I get some more time riding it. So other than my 30-minute yeah. test drive and then Saturday, I had a bunch to do Saturday. Plus, I was my I was really running downhill Saturday health-wise in terms of getting sick and not feeling well. So I basically just rode it home and parked it. I haven't touched it since. Oh, I was going to ask you, what have you ridden it? But oh well. Tomorrow. Through traffic. Tomorrow. To work and back. Up to Mooresville and back. Mooresville. So we're near the end. So Rick, what have you done? Woohoo. Well wait. You want me to let me thank some people first? Yep. And then we can do that. That's more important than what I got to say for sure. Right. You guys can run to the bathroom, refill your beers, all that stuff. So let's take a moment here and recognize the people who continue to make our show possible. And we do that by thanking the riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. That is the first five, the OGs, Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, Zion. Thank you, fellas. 
Slack Pack would be Chuck, Nobby Tire, Old Man Slacker, Sir Mike, and the executive producer of Chaos and Mayhem. Barbershop is Steven and Jacob. Loud Pipes Racing, Mr. Sean Birch. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. And then we have Steve, Micah, Kenny, Dangerous Dave, Bronco Ride, Rich, Joe, Tony, Jed's Moto, and Scott make up the riders group. Darren, the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast, Kale and David round out the insiders. So we appreciate all the support from everyone, no matter the size. And if you would like to show your support and join this group, you can visit loudpipes.net forward slash donate. Check out all we have in there to offer. And don't forget loudpipesracing.com if you want to get in on that. Show us your support so we can do more going into next year. All right, Brother Hogan. What? What did you do? Man. What did you do? Man. (laughs) I made a purchase, too. You also made a purchase. I did. I made a purchase. You know about this, too? I just learned about it before the show. All right. (laughs) That's about as long as I could keep the secret. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and I, you know, it's funny because I've been looking at this car for, it's a car, and I've been looking at it for a long time. Oh, I know what you bought. Do you? Can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. You bought a Tesla. <laughs> and- <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wow. Hmm. Okay. It's got a little bit more horsepower than that, I would think. Mm-mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. okay, no, it doesn't. Mm-mm. But it sounds better because it's a V8. So was that. Tesla? No, Not that sound right there. Oh, that sound? Oh, yeah, 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 no. no. It's a V8. It's white because I swear I like all my cars white because it just shows off the lines better. Mm, right, sure. <laughs> yep. Easy to clean. Yep, easy to clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's take a paper towel. All um, right, what'd you get, Rico? All right, so um, V eight go twin turbo, twin turbo, yeah, wee, twin turbo, oh wee. Giant, any ideas what has a twin turbo V eight in it? I'll give them another hint. They call right. it they call it twin power. Ha <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a that's that's a nice little hint. A nice little hint. No huh? one's gonna no one no one's gonna get that though. That's a good little nugget. Micah would get yep. it if he's online. He knows. He knows all about that. Mm-hmm. Well, what I got was a um a GT. And you say GT. It's a GT. And a GT stand for uh, a Grand Turismo. Did I give it away at all? He, d- he doesn't know the minutiae of those. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. okay <laughs> you gotta so, say like I'll, I'll like five fifty i, then he'll know what you're okay, talking yeah, about. Okay, <laughs> okay. So five fifty i. All right, so you got BMW. Yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Tell him what he won, Rich. Well, for your participation this evening, you have won a six pack of Heineken. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. I bought a 2012 BMW. 550i Gran Turismo. AKA the hatchback. Oh, sorry. Did I throw that? Yeah, say that it is. It is a different looking car. <laughs> and I think that what appeals to me because it's so different from all the other BMW vehicles because it's not that funky looking SUV, the X5 or the X6. It's not a sedan. And I still have that uh, Porsche Panamera, Panamera. Oh, uh, ooh, ooh, no, 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 no. Yes, you, these are not you, in the same category. Uh, uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. You're right. It's no, not. No, no. I think it's in its own category. Yes, good. But it's kind of like that, and what draw me to it because I was looking at the Panamera too, <laughs> but uh, when I started looking at the cost of maintenance <laughs> on those vehicles, ooh. that deterred me from getting it. <laughs> ooh. So I stopped looking at it all together because I was looking hard for about a month. And once I kept doing the research, I said, no way. And, you know, 
I will do that to myself. So I stuck with I what I what uh, what I'm what I've always known, and that's the BMW. And um, it's a very very comfortable ride. It's very smooth, and yeah. the power in this motor is just phenomenal. It's not as harsh as the V8 I had in the M3. Right. It's more of a M3 Tesla experience between the two and how quick it accelerates in sport plus modes. Well, it's like, it's like sneaky quick because you're not expecting it. You're not expecting it. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's, it's sick. It's sickening how quickly and how smooth this motor and transmission is in this vehicle. And I am very impressed with the handling, the comfort, the styling, the acron- uh, just yeah. the, the vehicle in itself is, you know, and the quirkiness of it is just with the hatchback and the trunk opens separately. It's a and it's a good looking it, car. I just never pinned you for the GT though. That's all. I pinned yeah, you for yeah. a straight up sedan. Yeah, and you know, I yeah, and um, I w- wanted this because it was different because everybody has a BMW and it's you hardly ever see the GT on the road, right? And, and um, I saw I saw I've seen three since they've come out on the road myself mm-hmm. They're saying, wow, what is that? And I had to actually speed up to catch up to it to see what it is. I was like, oh, this is a GT. That's a three. That's a five thirty five. And here's a five fifty. Which one to get? Oh, no. So as, as I uh, kind of did the research, I was actually looking for the um, looking at the, the, the six. But um, I ended up with the eight, and uh, I'm glad I went with the eight because it has the power. Yeah. Um, well, and, you went um, it, you went the right way because that X6 that you kept sending me pictures of that thing is terrible. Yeah, I was like, yeah. please don't buy that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it had all the features, comfort features that I wanted in the vehicle, and uh, nice. lane assist, and the heads up display, and et cetera. I mean, the thing is, it's it's a gentleman's car and um i'm glad i bought it because i'll, I'll keep this one forever i'll do uh i think i'm gonna wrap it as well and i'm thinking i don't know if i'll do the interior at all but i'm definitely gonna wrap it it's but funny you, what color it's funny you call it the gentleman's car because that's what they call the interceptor the gentleman's bike the gentleman's sport bike yeah nice how about that because a little more relaxed in the way you sit right yeah yeah and uh yeah that's all i got i got it for a good deal so uh Congrats, man. Spec- yeah thanks you know Congratulations, I, I had to i had to yeah because I, I was missing my i was missing my m3 and i said like, you know what i really want another bmw and uh i just went ahead and pulled the trigger got another one yeah i, I knew you you hated to let your m3 go but oh, i also you have know- no idea how even to this day, even thinking about just having a part with it, it hurts me. It really does. It really, Sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> it, it really, it hurts me. And I think, you know, this car, you know, it's not a total replacement of that vehicle, but I miss that car till to this day. I really, truly miss that car. You know, if I can ever find a person that bought my car, I will probably buy it back. That's how much I love that car. Man, oh man. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mr. Birch wants to know, does it have heated seats? It does. What'd you say? 2012. So is that a six speed auto or is it eight at that year? Eight. Eight. It is yep. eight. Okay. Yep. So it has a 400 horsepower and 450 foot pounds of torque. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, 15 city and 22 highway. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With, so it with, drinks with two turbos bolted onto a V8, bolted on, and it's, good luck. You no, know, and, and yeah, <laughs> and uh, it does. It, and you know, as I've been driving it, and just I've been kind of relaxed with the driving. I think I've only kind of gunned it a couple of times, and and uh, yeah, it's 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 a thirsty car, but I'm used to that, mm-hmm. and so um, I knew what I was getting into when I bought it. But uh, I wanted a V8 for the sound. Because the straight the straight pipes, I don't know if you you probably want to Google or YouTube straight pipes removed uh, or straight pipes on or mufflers removed on this car, and man, does this sound sweet! But I don't think I would do that because I'd probably just do the automatic cutouts and 
I was going to say, are you going to uncork it? Probably. And, you know, there's a bird does a, um, a tuning, um, kit on it in suspension. Um, and the, um, the, um, traction control, uh, um, upgrades for it. So you can really drift it and get some more performance out of the vehicle. But I don't know the car to me, as I drive it, it's more of the Indian Roadmaster feel, where you just want to cruise in it. You know, even though the ho- the horsepower is there, and yeah. you can really kick butt, and you can really kind of dog some of these uh, Camaros and Mustangs that are out here. Uh, I think I just want to just kind of chill, like I do on the Roadmaster. I think that's at this point in my age, I'm just like, ah, I'm just gonna <laughs> chill. I don't know. I can probably catch you and. Show you how it, how you how you really do it, but eh, I'm not gonna. That that was another thing with the interceptor. It was like I kept chasing, like I kept looking at these bikes that are like you know 140, 160, 175 horsepower, and I'm like, what am I gonna do with that? Right. Like really, what am I gonna do with that? Mm-hmm. It's like I want to commute to work, and I want to take longer trips. I don't see that helping me too much. <laughs> and they're a lot of money to, to boot. Right. So if you want to go back in Slack, I found those pictures and I did post them. Ah, I'm looking at it now. Saw the pop up. But the, yeah, that was the other thing is like, I just, you know, the, I'll say that I think the R6 is faster than this bike. I mean, it's, it's probably not quite a hundred pounds lighter. And it's comparable in power. Maybe R6 makes a little bit more power, but you know this one's just otherworldly smooth and refined in the way it does it. Uh-huh. You know, and it and it at least has something down low too, so very comfortable to ride it around town. So, right. so Mr. Virchos wants to know: Is it all-wheel drive? I did not get. I did not go with the all-wheel drive on purpose, um, just for the sole sake of not having to do any of that maintenance that goes along with having a four-wheel drive vehicle uh, in this price range. So I did not opt it for the rear-wheel drive instead. Okay. And the and the uh, disc brakes front and back are huge. I mean, uh, wait till you see these, Rich. I mean, <laughs> the rotors are just monstrous. Yeah. And the, the front has 220, 245 40 19s in the front and two 75 40s 19s in the back mm. Pirelli's yeah so huge Very traction nice. yeah well enjoy that man oh man yeah yeah I will be uncorking the interceptors as soon as it's paid off I will be probably putting that two brothers or something on there I, I gotta hear that thing wail and especially oh, if I'm going to commute, it needs to make noise. Mm-hmm. Sorry, neighbors. I leave at 630. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> All right. Anything else, John? You've been doing a bunch of riding as well. No, yeah, we're good. You good? We're good. Hogan, anything else with you? Uh, no, I think uh, that that's all I got, bro. All right. Well, let me cover the events real quick. So you won't, by the time you hear this, this will have already happened, but this Saturday will be my first track day with um, N2 track days at Carolina Motorsports Park. That's in Kershaw. And like I said, um, Alan, who I met and bought the Interceptor from, will be there. And hopefully we'll get him on the show next week to talk about the track day and selling me that beautiful bike. Uh, John, you're heading off to Austin soon. Right next Tuesday. Next Tuesday for the MotoGP race, the twelfth yeah. through the fourteenth. Um, hopefully, I will hit the congregation show on the thirteenth before we head off for our spring break trip. The uh, we'll hit in the handbuilt show, and going to run into our buddy Mister Webster. Mister Webster, and I realized when I saw him unveil the base bike for his next build that we totally forgot to do the teaser on that. Oh yeah, yeah. So. We'll put a we'll try to put a link in the show notes so you can see the 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 Panigale base build for Justin's next build, which should be fantastic. Uh let's see, May 9th through the 29th, motorcycle podcasters challenge, fourth annual. Sign up for loud pipes, do it by April 17th. 
and we're doing the Gettysburg Bike Week, July 12th through 14th. That'll also be the Loud Pipes Meetup. Coming back to this side of the world will be the Antique Motorcycles on Main in Chesney, South Carolina, July 27, 8, and 9. Probably ride the Interceptor up there one day. And August 9th through 12th, John's going upstate New York. And we'll save the jokes as we did last time. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Isla Man TT, May 2020. Sturgis, August 2020 for John. And that's it for events. So I'd like to again thank the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. And if you're interested in joining this group and supporting the show, head over to loudpipes.net forward slash donate. And we want to thank everyone for hanging out in the live stream tonight. We appreciate it. It was fun announcing the new bike. I'm glad the news is out. John likes to do the secret. I hate it. It drives me crazy. I just want to share the news with everyone, but it was kind of fun, I have to admit. Uh, Additional information from this episode, including links and images of that beautiful new bike and Rico's beautiful car as well, can be found on the website loudpipes.net slash 156. And we have links there, of course, to leave us some feedback. Uh, Let's see what else. Subscribe to the show and follow us on social media. All right, Brother Hogan. Kick stands up. Let's do this, British. All right, Johnny John. Let's grow up, buddies. Good night. Thank you for listening. Please consider supporting the show. We offer generous rewards for your contribution. Find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate.